0: Notes, the notes, notes,
1: the goats Welcome back,
0: everybody.
1: This is the Notes for goats
0: podcast, podcast As always, I'm Brandon. I am
1: Steve. And welcome to the Notes the Goat Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Notes for Goats Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Brandon. What's going on, dude?
0: Dude, not a whole lot. Just I think we're finally winding down on on softball for the season
1: we're, we're ramping up for comedy
0: ramping up for comedy guys we had our first i think it's our first right
1: it was our first one we talked yeah, to our, danny
0: Yeah, absolutely yeah we talked to danny oh man she headlined killed if it you guys, absolutely if you guys
1: followed it. us on facebook you would have saw at least one facebook live probably a couple of them
0: absolutely hopefully the for internet sure.
1: will work out for us
0: yeah absolutely that was such a fun night, and we've got more coming this week, Friday, not mm-hmm. only with the podcast. The podcast is going to be awesome this week. Uh, the entire week is going to be awesome, but uh, comedy is going to be awesome as well, because Steve, who is headlining the comedy show this week?
1: You know, I would, I'd like to say it's West Michigan's dad, uh, good old good old mr david steves yeah he's the, the girl dad of girl dads um he's also the leader of he's the grand puba of the chubby guy mafia yeah um he's <laughs> yeah. The, the godfather of the chubby guy mafia so i yeah. love it um he, he's something we all strive to be in some way shape or form absolutely um and he had an amazing podcast this last friday it was almost one of our longest uh podcasts ever we talked yeah. about woodstock 99 yeah and we his, did his Amazing stories that came out of that festival because he was actually there. Yeah. Um. I think he had flashbacks at some point throughout that. I. Have,
0: it sounded like. Yeah. It sounded um, like it.
1: Hopefully, he was. He's hydrated and ready to go. We really we need him uh, for this Friday because he's going to headline and and just absolutely slay and and uh, and Wayland. Going to be awesome. Um. If you guys haven't ever heard David Steves do live comedy, he is a phenomenally funny man, and he does mm. so many awesome things. On stage, off stage, and you will have a great night. The best part about this whole thing it's free. Absolutely As we free. mentioned last week, and we'll probably mention this again bring a freaking chair. Just bring yeah. a chair with you. Bring and, a chair. and order your food beforehand because the restaurants around here you can order to go. You can go walk up and grab your food, or you can go hang out and check out my wife because she's going to be slinging some weenies. She'll well, have. Uh, she'll they, have weenies, they, they should she'll check have out hot your dogs. hot dog
0: cart not necessarily check out your wife
1: hey she's a smoke show I got this there you go alright Uh, but she's going to be selling some hot dogs slinging some weenies yeah, chips everything you need I mean she'll take good care of you go hang out with her I mean you can help, help the podcast help comedy and you get to eat a hot dog outside the only thing we don't sell is beer great thing about this area we're going to be in is you can drink beer in the middle of a city can okay. I say Mill, city in, the, in
0: quotes in the middle of the road.
1: In the middle of the road. Have some beer. Yeah. I mean, do your thing. Nobody's gonna say nothing about you. The cops don't care until you drive I, away. I
0: cannot drink a beer in the middle of the road right now.
1: No, you made a choice.
0: I didn't make a choice. I'll
1: drink two for you. Yeah, we're good. I appreciate
0: it. So I'll drink, I'll drink the whole amount of pop.
1: But... The other the other I can't do that, so we're good. Uh so the yeah. other thing about this is it is two days from my birthday. Look at that, Steve. I turned 39 in two whole days. So, mm-hmm. we're going to be celebrating a lot of stuff. I don't think we're doing hot dogs on my birthday. I think the wife might be doing something in the afternoon, but I was going to say if um, you're having
0: hot dogs for your <laughs> your birthday, you should probably we
1: Probably will end up going out because I don't think we're going to have kids that weekend, fingers crossed, at because that. they'll be or oh, that week cuz they'll be at camp. Okay. Um fingers crossed that one's yep. really trying hard not to screw this up for me. But yep. um I think we'll end up going out and doing something because it's the first it's my last day of working until like July 5th because of oh, yeah. uh hot vacation and whatnot. Yeah. And we're not going to probably buy a lot of food that week because we don't, we don't want to have food just hanging out in the house for 10 days when we're gone. Yep.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know how that
1: goes. You like get to vacation and you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't mm-hmm. want to cook. Um, yeah. So, so that'll be interesting, but uh, we've, we've got that coming up. I can't wait. And then Friday's podcast is going to be just so much fun. And my dog sucks.
0: Hey, it's fine. Just sounded like someone was coughing.
1: Yeah, still coughing.
0: Well, you know, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, she probably saw a cat outside. It's probably one of my cats. Probably it is what it is. So, Brandon. Yes, yeah. yeah, Steve. Speaking of cats. Yeah, we'll go with it. I, I think it works. He'd be okay with it. I think um, so. We are talking about an amazing artist today. Um, One of the coolest cats out there ever to do this job.
0: Yep. And it fit. And it this album fits our our overall theme that we've tried to push this year. For for
1: 2023, we tried to do more like 70s, 80s, or 60s, 70s, and 80s rock and musical artists that we hadn't touched before. And honestly, I'm a little bit mad at us. It's 284 episodes, which is today's episodes. 284. We are inching so close to 300. Yeah, and we've never talked about this guy. We talked about it, but we never actually did an album by him,
0: right? And I figured, why not? Until why not now? Let's just do it.
1: Do it. So we and this was so,
0: and this was my choice.
1: It was your choice. You brought it up. I was so happy to see it. I did so, absolutely. What do we talk about, Brandon? Right
0: Purple Rain by Prince is what we're talking about today. Uh, it's just a and it's an album, man. And oh, so, it's so, yeah, a man, is what it is. That's it's a, a man. it's a man. An artist formerly known as so Steve. We'll get into that. Let's let's well let without any further ado, let's get into it.
1: All right, guys. So just behind the scenes a little bit here, I do a lot of the backstory for most of these artists. For most most of our podcasts, I go through Wikipedia and a couple other different websites. Brandon sucks. He says I just do Wikipedia research. I don't just do Wikipedia, but I do have lots of other websites and find different, you know, tips, tricks, and awesome fun stuff that these artists have done over the course of their lives. I usually write these in about 35, 45 minutes, and I kind of go back through and check them out because I'm trying not to do a whole lot of stuff on here. Yeah. Holy shit, Prince. Dude, this Wikipedia page is like 85 pages long. I'm not surprised. And he's he's got four different discography pages on Wikipedia because he wrote so many damn songs under different names. Oh, wow. For free. For for free, by the way. I will say for free. Yeah. Um, And he just... Yeah, well interesting. We'll, we're gonna get into it in a second here. Yeah. So Prince. His name, full Prince Rogers Nelson. That's actually his name. Mm-hmm. Uh American singer, songwriter, musician, record producer. I want to throw actor in there because he did a couple different movies, including this one. Uh from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, active from 1975 to 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, widely regarded as one of the greatest musicians of his generation, not lyricists not songwriters not singers musicians
0: hmm.
1: again get into that in a second here as well widely known for his flamboyant androgynous persona his wide vocal range which included far-reaching falsetto high-peached screams and his skill as a most as the multi-instrumentalist often preferring to play all or most of the instruments on his recordings hmm. that wow. means guys that he every every Instrument you hear on an a Prince album, he can or did play on that album.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This is actually Prince and the Revolution's album, Purple Rain. Personally, but the Revolution yeah. was still with him at this point. So Prince incorporated funk, R and B, rock, new wave, soul, synth pop, pop, jazz, and hip hop into his musical produ- musical music that he produced. Which, by the way, he produced all of his own music. Interesting. He produced it all. He also directed four out of the five movies he was in. And he directed most of his music videos. Okay. And I say most because there's a ton of them. Uh, 1993, Prince did change his name to an unpronounceable symbol. Referred to himself as the artist formerly known as Prince or simply just the artist. This was done, and I I didn't know why he did this when I was 93. I remember it happening. I was almost 10 when it happened, but this was done over a legal issue with Warner Brothers, over artistic and financial control over his musical output. Oh. He changed his name legally to a symbol to emancipate himself from the contract out of anger. Oh. Can't have a Prince album if it's not made by Prince. Yeah. So his contract was null and void because there was no more albums coming out under the name Prince.
0: Interesting. It was a
1: symbol. It was the total fuck you move to the record label. Yeah. And he said, you know what? Okay. I got a label for this many albums under the name Prince. Fuck you, I'm not called by that anymore. That person's yep. dead. Yeah. And now my contract's over. Ha ha. Yeah. Um, he actually got into a lot of piss fights and shit he got into a lot of fights Mm. over his music and copyright issues he actually did sue youtube at one point because they were using uh some of his music and videos like uh, they were allowing people to use his music to dub over some videos that they were using Kind of like how you doing tiktok now well yeah prince would have hated tiktok um he actually came out in 2012 and said that uh the musical musical age is dead and music is dead because no one's ever going to make money off of digital recordings i kind of wish he would have saw like um what his um catalog is making on digital recordings Mm -hmm. it's a lot yeah but um i get it his point is is if you put something out digitally it can be produced and manipulated in different different ways and he's kind of forefront of that we talked about that with dan deaver a little while ago Mm -hmm. about how you you lose control once you put it out there like that um now, he did actually revert back to the name Prince in 2000 after signing with Arista Records in 1998. So he, he signed a new contract with Arista Records, and then in the year 2000, he changed his name back to Prince because the the line, like I said, his contract had ended with Warren Brothers, so he could Yeah. Like, fuck you, I'm now Prince again. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> uh, used to not be this guy, now I am. Yeah. He did. He released 42 albums. Oh, my. Including the original Batman soundtrack, Oh, did you know that was Prince? No. The 1989 Batman movie uh-uh. was the soundtrack was produced and recorded by Prince.
0: I did not know that.
1: Yeah, I saw that. and I was like, Batman, what? Check it out. Yes, yeah, it's the first Tim Burton Batman movie. He had five live albums, nine compilation albums, and 152 music videos. Oh, my. And five films, actually, as well he sold over 150 million albums worldwide. It is actually reported that he has several fully completed and produced albums that are in his vault at Paisley Park.
0: Hmm.
1: So he has several, and they they say more than, more than 20 albums that yeah. are completely ready to release. No, he's already put his final signature on it. They couldn't go out. But they're not putting it out. They have put out, I think, three since he's passed away okay but there's so much more um and, and over 50 finished music videos in the in the vault that are done
0: oh my
1: it's estimated that he's written anywhere from 500 to a thousand songs many of them under pseudonyms hmm. including he did write and record uh nothing compares to you but it didn't bake off until shane o'connor took it over and did her own thing okay the prince song Also, the song Manic Monday by the Bangles. Prince wrote that. Really? He wrote that under the name Christopher. His his pseudonym Christopher Mm -mm. and gave it to the Bangles for free. He did this a lot for a lot of different artists. He wrote songs under pseudonyms and then just gave the music away because he felt like he was helping copyright by giving stuff away. Mm -hmm. Because it was kind of making his own music stronger by saying, okay, well. If he wanted to pull, he could say, I wrote. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he they don't know exactly how many songs he wrote because they only know a few of his pseudonyms. There's like four right. or five they actually do know for certain or him. Yeah. There's a bunch they don't. They don't. They can't tell if they're him or not.
0: Interesting. But he
1: wrote songs for Celine Dion. He wrote songs for Paul Abdul. He wrote songs for lots of different people.
0: Interesting.
1: Um, now awards. He has one Oscar. Hmm. One Golden Globe. Uh, 41 Grammy nominations. He did win 10 times, including three Hall of Fame inductions. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2004. Billboard Icon Award. The Grammy President's Merit Award. UK Hall of Fame in 2006. R&B Hall of Fame in 2016. Inducted twice into the Black Music Entertainment Walk of Fame in 2022. And then sadly, we did mention this. uh, He did pass away April, April 21st, 2016 accidental fentanyl overdose at mm-hmm. his home in Paisley Park, Minnesota. Um how many Spotify listeners do you think Prince is pulling?
0: Oh my um in millions. Oh yeah. I'm gonna go eight and a half. eight
1: and a half. Not bad. Eleven point one.
0: Okay. I wasn't sure if it was going to reach that double digits or not. That's my. Yeah. That was my.
1: Eleven point one still. Okay. Yeah. Um, now purple rain released June twenty fifth, nineteen eighty four. This guy was three days old. When that was when that was released. Mm, look at you. I had, to, I had to put that out there. I just just turned the old thirty nine. Yeah. Or I will be turning the thirty nine. Uh, nope. I actually, had no. I will in two days. Yeah. I, I mentioned that already. Yeah, I turn. I'll be turning thirty nine. But yeah. So that album, this album is almost forty years old. Mm-hmm. Next year, yeah. um, it well, uh, it's nine tracks, forty-four minutes long. It's the sixth studio album. Served as a soundtrack for the nineteen eighty-four film of the same name. Uh, the lead music video, um, or the music video for the lead single "When Doves Cry" was the lead single on this on this album. Actually, sparked controversy over record executives who thought that the um. It's visually too sexually explicit for TV. Hmm. I've watched this video. Yep, it does. It does kind of float the line a little bit. Sure. But it's no WAP. Well. Shit. It's no Sir Mix-a-Lot.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, there's a, one other thing here that that uh, he's got to put his fame, acclaim on here. The lyrics, actually, for one of the songs, Darling Nikki." drew criticism from good old tipper gore remember her <laughs> al gore's wife yeah and her, and her group the parents music resource center which actually helped contribute to the parental advisory label that you can find on any of those albums we all love to listen to yeah that was tipper gore yeah you know, instead of worrying about the economy or anything else they had to worry about music and video games right you do a podcast on tipper gore one of these days and how this all actually came to came to be if we do, if we don't do it, I'll talk to Navera about doing it. Holy crap! Yeah, she was a word I can't say. Or I probably shouldn't say. I can't say that one. I've seen it before. She sucked.
0: Like, yeah, it still
1: does. And she's married to Al Gore. He did invent the internet, so we got to give him that. <laughs> but holy cow! <laughs> and his wife's probably pissed off about that deal too, right? You know, poor Al Gore. Poor Al. Gore. Um, he invented the internet and lost a W. Yeah. And he had to hang out with Bill for like eight years. Yeah, he did. He's the most straight-laced dude. It's like Mike Pence hanging out with Trump. <laughs> yeah, except Mike Pence is not has it. Hasn't really invented anything. And he calls his wife mother. Oh.
0: Well, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Vice presidents are fucking weird, man. All of them. We haven't got a cool one in a while.
0: Not a while. I mean, even this one is a little off. Everybody of, thought. Off everybody thought rocket.
1: Biden was cool when he was with when he was with Obama, but he was just like cool by like association. Association. Yeah yeah he was okay to be like that that like uncle like nobody wanted to talk about it with the kids he was the popular was,
0: kid's good friend that's just like hey can my little brother just like yeah tag along that's he kind was, of how was. he was
1: the old guy at the party's like hello fellow killed fellow Yeah.
0: what's up bro <laughs> yes
1: that's that's yes that's definitely biden and then this this new one we have right now i mean nobody's seen her in like ever so it doesn't matter right She doesn't exist anymore no doesn't matter right? and, and my, my wife named a cat after her so it kind of works out really yeah
0: harris harris oh really yeah it's her, her,
1: her yeah the cat's actually name is harris nice <laughs> and, and she sucks too <laughs> but i see her every day and she still sucks
0: yeah you should get another cat name it doug <laughs> doug yeah
1: <laughs> the first gentleman yeah exactly i love it yeah we have another doug in our lives i don't think he'd appreciate being named for a cat or a cat named for him yeah all right now let's get back into the album here we talked about tipper gore and al gore and mike pence way too freaking long (laughs) um that was a that was a bad segue man uh but so this one segue it was a long segue we definitely there i lost my place um so tipper gore sucks and so we spent a this this album now spent a total of 24 consecutive weeks at number one on billboard it was his first number one album wow you can imagine it's a sixth album, but he's, he had about, I think he had six altogether, number ones uh, total on the Billboard chart. It did spend 122 total weeks on the chart. It went 13 times platinum, selling over 25 million copies worldwide. Wow. Inducted in the Grammy Hall of Fame and the Library of Congress National Recording Registry. It did win the Grammys for Best Rock Performance and Best Score Soundtrack for Visual Media, so one Best Soundtrack for a Movie. Okay, it did also win, as we mentioned before, the best uh, best um, song at the Oscars. Okay, and it won at Golden Globe as well. Almost done here. The last three songs on the album—I don't know if you realize this—they were recorded live, August third, wow. nineteen eighty-three, at a at a club in Minneapolis called First Avenue.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: They recorded live, and then then, then Prince overdubbed and edited them later on. But it was the first time that Prince ever included live recordings on his albums. If you kind of listen to Purple Rain again, you can kind of hear It's not like fully studio. It sounds like it's performed live. Yeah. I just thought it was because it was awesome and it was Prince. But no, it was actually recorded live.
0: Interesting.
1: And then a little bit about Purple Rain before we get into the singles here. Um, Purple Rain was actually intended to be a country duet with Stevie Nicks, of all people.
0: Really? hmm Interesting.
1: Prince Prince contacted Stevie Nicks and she was down to work with him because who wouldn't want to work with him? Well, right. And he he came out a little bit strong. Sure. But apparently, he did that a lot. He he sent Stevie Nicks a 10-minute instrumental track that was Purple Rain and asked her to write lyrics for it. And she listened to the track and was just like, No, I can't do it. it's it's, it's too much. She became super overwhelmed. Because what she was being asked to do was not what could happen. So he ended up actually working with the revolution on it. And they, he mm-hmm. said, I just want to try something out. And they played it once kind of liked it. And then they played it a couple more times. The guitar player kind of took the guitar track and really worked a little bit more into that rock vibe. Yeah. And then apparently they played it straight on back to back to back to back over like six to eight hours. And nailed wow. down the composition and the lyrical cadence of how it was going to work. Well, just like, this is the last track they were going to play. They were kind of practicing. They we're like, we're going to play this one. They played it for eight more hours. Wow. To figure it out. And they figured it out. It worked out really well. Now, The Revolution is, is Prince's backing band. He did end up breaking up with them and leaving the, the Revolution kind of behind. But on this nine-track album, they only actually appear on five of the tracks. Uh, Let's oh. Go Crazy, Computer Blue, I Would Die For You, baby i'm a star and purple rain the other four including when doves cry mm-hmm. were all prince okay he, he wrote recorded and produced them all himself every instrument on every other one of those albums of tracks is all prince okay so um hmm. just getting into the singles here uh the singles we have when doves cry yep. let's go crazy purple rain i would die for you take me with you was the fifth single Oh, just interesting here. So I've been talking forever. We made fun of Tipper Gore, Al Gore, Mike Pence, and Kamala Harris. Yeah. Of all people. What was your favorite track on the album?
0: Yeah, I uh, ended up picking one of the singles. I picked Doves Cry. Oh, I did. Uh, The guitar and electric drum hits that uh, started this track just kind of, to me, sucked you in. Uh, And then Hmm. if you're listening with two headphones, there's this weird, yeah, that's happening. Uh, and it actually pans from the left to the right mm-hmm. uh, over the course of four bars. And hearing hearing things like that are super cool and fun. It allows you to experience this track in a more different way when you listen to it. It's not just kind of like a straight listen if you have like one earbud in or one headphone, whatever. So that one for me was my favorite. So Steve, what about you, man?
1: I went shock. I picked Purple Rain. Yeah. So I I really actually hate that I can't pick two favorites because I have to admit Let's Go Crazy for my list mm. because that track is perfect and kicks off the album better than I think anyone could. Like dearly beloved, yeah. Like we are gathered here to talk about this thing called life. And I, it, yeah. if I can, if I when I when I do another wedding, <laughs> Natalie, um, we might have to go with that. Just say yeah. There you go. Um the tr- the tr- the purple rain though is is. It's epic. It's a the song is a piece of American history and seeing Prince perform this at the halftime show in the Super Bowl
0: mm-hmm. was
1: and the, in in the actual rain was awesome. Okay? Interesting.
0: Yeah. Did you see that? When I think so. When so, was that? 20 2012,
1: 2014? Okay. So the best part about that whole thing was he comes out with a screen... Like he comes out in a screen with his guitar, with his, uh-huh. with his, with his, you know, the, oh, the symbol shaped like a penis, and right? It, and it comes out from his, yeah. And it's, just, yeah, and yeah, it's,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: It's amazing. But then it starts to freaking rain and it, oh dude, it's so good. You have to go back and watch that one. It's probably it's in, the, in the top five of Super Bowl um, halftime shows all the time. Yeah. But, um, it's, I have seen so many people cover this and I've requested whenever we venture ourselves into a piano bar. Because it's a fun song to see them do, plus it's not one they do very often. And it's like, who the hell requested this and paid us like 10 bucks to do it? Because they're gonna do it at that point. Right. But the best one I've ever seen do this is a comedian. It was a Michigan boy, Stephen Lynch. Oh. Covered purple rain at a show at the DeVos Place in Grand Rapids. Um he actually had the as he ended the show with it, the entire theater was bathed in purple light. And he had his two openers come out, and they like, they, they like, they danced to the song, and it was it was amazing. It was so fun. Um, he belted this track out with the crowd's help, and also nailed the guitar solo on it. Uh-huh. I, as a comedian and a musician, Stephen Lynch is pretty awesome. We did to do one of his albums for these times, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. um, every time I hear the song, I'm like, I, I turn it up. Every single time. Doesn't matter sure. where we are, I turn it up. I love this song. I love where it's in the movie. It's it's amazing. So that like that's it. there. So it's time for us to play our first game, Brandon.
0: It is, Steve. It is time for the purple wing. Wang, let's- Steve, so you, sir, are in charge of the word association name game.
1: I am, I am, so I I am in charge of the purple wang. Yep, all right, let's go here. So, first one, I got two. We definitely are not these,
0: um, the beautiful ones 100%. Yeah,
1: the face for podcasting.
0: Yep, for sure.
1: All right. I'm wondering if I want to say this or not. Do it. Oh, let's settle down, adopt three kids, buy a house and a dog.
0: Um I would die for you. Nope. Let's go crazy.
1: 100%. Let's go crazy. <laughs> yeah. And at this point we bought two houses. Yeah. Not another dog though. This this uh- one I have currently sucks. But yes, let's go crazy was exactly where I went with that because I love it. It's been my day. Yeah, Um. for sure. So it is time for our least favorite tracks.
0: It is time for our least favorite. And Steve. I'll start because right.
1: uh, I. this one was weird.
0: Yep. I picked Computer Blue it's the same, but same. Oh, look at that. Look at that.
1: So did you watch if you watched the movie by chance? No. Okay. So before you talk about why, because I'm going to talk about the movie because it's okay. Eh. Um, This is the part of the movie where Prince's character performs in front of Morris Day and Apollonia. To try to steal Apollonia from Morris, but instead just really comes up as a huge creeper. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but for me, that the track kind of lacks that normal prince like showmanship. And I listen to this album a couple times a year easily, sure. and I I actually find myself skipping this track quite frequently. Uh-huh. So um, I I just don't know what it's about. It I don't like it it gives me weird vibes so yeah. what what was your thinking on it?
0: it just it's just plain strange and i can't really put my finger on it <laughs> um again i found myself skipping this one more often than not um like it there is a redeeming quality to it that i think and it's the guitar playing that happens uh for literally the last two minutes of this track mm-hmm. um that's something that i really kind of appreciated on this track and throughout this entire album was the extended riffs that happened throughout so that was the only redeeming thing in my opinion about this track so Computer Blue was our least favorite so Steve it is time for
1: Shatter's Poetry Slam I got nothing
0: Yeah, okay. I'm Captain Kirk I'm Captain-
1: ladies and gentlemen
0: ladies ladies and
1: ladies and gentlemen this is shatner's
0: poetry slam i'm captain kirk shatner's poetry slam i'm in charge of the shatner's poetry slam and if you're new to the podcast hello uh right. this game Shanders Poetry Slam is I've taken two tracks from this album and I'm going to be reading the lyrics as monotone as I can, having a random inflection, and Steve needs to tell me what song.
1: I a hundred percent hope you chose one of these songs to read because it's amazing, and Tipper Gore would definitely approve. Yeah, we'll see. Oh
0: uh, man, here we go. One, two, three, four. Hey, look me over. Tell me, do you like what you see? Hey, I ain't got no money, but honey, I'm rich on personality. Hey, check it all out, baby. I know what it's all about, baby. I'm a star. Yes, one hundred percent. Nice work. All right, here is your next one. I can't disguise the pounding of my heart. It beats so strong. It it's in your eyes. What can I say? They turn me on. Come on and touch the place in me that's calling out your name. We want each other. Oh so much. Take me with you. Yes. Nice job.
1: I was dude, I was so hoping you were gonna darling Nikki.
0: I thought about it for a hot second,
1: and then I was like, "Well, it I'm not would make you do blush that. so hard." Oh,
0: for sure, one hundred percent.
1: If I was doing, I would have done darling Nikki because it's I just, know there's so much there. Yeah, I know, but I also would have done let's go crazy because I'm just like eh, that opening. Just, mm, yep. it's amazing.
0: Yep. All right, buddy. So let's get into those deep cut dark horse tracks. Okay, I'll start us off. Sure. I picked Purple Rain. I went chalk with picking the title track. However, I was not fortunate enough to see Prince play when he was alive. So I'm trying to picture this song live in my head, and I can only imagine how amazing it would be to see this. The chord progressions and guitar solos throughout are just fantastic. Lyrically, the song is rather simple, but I so wish that I could be standing with my lighter in one hand and a grin on my face watching this play out. So, Purple Rain was my deep cut.
1: And it is uh, 2007 Super Bowl. Okay. It's, 12 and a, it's, it's almost, almost 12 and a half minutes long. Okay. And the full performance is on YouTube. Okay. um, I 100% recommend going and checking that one out because it is... A lot of people put Bruno Mars as one of the top or, like, like the most recent. Like, yeah. his his Super Bowl performance was pretty good. Yeah, it was. Prince is just... Another story. Okay. Prince's performance was was far better than what Dre and Snoop and Eminem and Mary J. Blige and Upside Down, 50 did. Yeah. Um, it, so good, dude. Okay. Um. So I went though with um a track that I feel like should be mentioned in the same breath as "Let's Go Crazy" when Doves cry, and it's "I Would Die for You."
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, it's almost treated as an afterthought though, like by a lot of people. Especially when you look at like numbers on how things are like streamed, mm-hmm. it's like the fifth or sixth most streamed song on the album. That's like, I think it's it's just as good as when doves Cry. Yeah, um, Let's Go Crazy. It just has that opening riff that's like people just love it. I'm with them the whole way there. Um, I love the keys on this one, which I can assume is a keytar. Um, I would assume in the in the time frame that's going here. Yeah. And the groove on this track is just—it's so fun. Um, unlike my least favorite, this track has that showmanship, then that Prince panache and spades. Mm-hmm. It's fun, and either that—it's debating on what it, the song's actually about: professes your love for your significant other or your favorite deity. Yeah, because there's there's a couple different interpretations here. Yep. Either way, it's amazing. It's a it's a for having nine songs on this album and having five of them be just downright bangers and it being Absolutely. a soundtrack to a movie is just awesome here. So mm-hmm. let's get into our final thoughts. I like it. So what can be said about the man in purple that hasn't been said before? Personally, yeah. this is a conversation that you and I might have in a minute here. We talked about it before though. Um, I think he's a better performer and artist than Michael Jackson. Mm. i Believe that Prince had a lot more control of his music and artistic presence, and that Michael relied heavily on Quincy Jones. Yeah, to to do that because Michael was good, but he wasn't great until Quincy got involved. Yeah, his solo artists, his top four albums are all Quincy Jones song or Quincy oh. Jones albums. They're produced yep. by him. Right, Prince produced his own stuff. Mm-hmm. He played all his own instruments. It's just, I mean, it's tomato, tomato, but at the same time yeah um prince was also an accomplished musician never linked to kids in the same way that mj was and Mm -hmm. this but i I just i feel like he gets that like afterthought process of like oh was michael jackson and then prince but i mean the scales here yeah yeah way less creepy Uh, my wife just said that behind me yeah i I heard that for sure and prince was his own brand of Weird, <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: But he wore that on his own on his sleeves. You didn't really know he was like the David Bowie of this music, like yeah. I mean, that's I would say his contemporary. Because he gets compared to Michael Jackson quite frequently, and I would actually say his contemporary is actually Bowie more than yeah. it is Michael.
0: Yeah, I would think. I would say so.
1: He just gets compared to Michael a lot because he's black and from the Midwest. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is what it is. Yeah. But also to have two heavy hitters like in music in the eighties be black guys from the Midwest. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? One dude from Indiana, one dude from Minnesota.
0: Right. Yikes.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> now the album the album itself is pure eighties. It's four or five tracks. that will live on forever and ever. Um, it'll be interesting to see if if anything gets released, anything else gets released from Prince's material from the vault at Paisley Park. Um, I personally hope we get more because the guy left too soon and unfortunately it was drugs but um he had so much more to give and i feel like to see what would have been prince during the pandemic mm. would have just been a spectacle because oh, this guy didn't do anything small i mean there's there's hundreds and thousands of stories about what he's done like with other artists and like people that like just did things
0: yep
1: it's just The If you read any of his biographies, they're just full of outlandish stories by, like, you never would think it's true, but they're all true. Even the stuff in Chappelle's show is true. The Charlie Uh Murphy stories were 100% true, and Prince said they were 100% true.
0: Yeah.
1: So, like, I just... I like reading more and more about him because he's just so funny and so out there. He marched to the beat of his own drum, did his own thing, musically, professionally, and... I wish we could have more artists that were like him. Now, just didn't give a shit, right? And did what he wanted to do regardless of the fact. So, yeah. it is what it is. Album though, it's a nine out of ten, man. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing. There are some, there are a couple of tracks out of the nine that are like, eh, but those those like four or five heavy hitters just push it over the numbers here. So nine out of ten for me. Yep. What about you?
0: Um, this album took me a little bit to appreciate. Um, I didn't quite like it my first go around with it honestly um but by the time i listened to it a second time third time i really found myself liking more of this album than not i do think um there is a pretty big lull in the middle with some of these tracks um but just like most albums you're gonna have that ebb and flow Uh, that three
1: song between between let's go crazy and when Cry.
0: yes yep um I do think that ending with Purple Rain really did close out the album nicely. Um, you also can't deny how great of a musician Prince was. Um, and it showed exponentially on this album. So for me, I give this one an eight out of 10.
1: So 17 out of 20, not bad. Yeah. That'll make Navera happy. He'll be super he was super bummed we were doing this without him. Yeah um it's I'm glad we did it though i'm glad we actually pulled this one out of the vault and went after it because it's something we should do we should probably do prince again at some point um he's got other other good albums that have been out there maybe we'll do it maybe we'll do a draft at some point with him yeah um i feel like it's it's worth it's worthwhile to talk about more to have that conversation we do a draft of prince stories and just talk about prince stories because they're there's so many yeah um But I don't I don't think we'll ever get an artist like that again. That's just that eclectic or that just weird, right? In a good way.
0: Yeah.
1: So that being said, um, that being said, we are almost finaling up. We're finishing up June here pretty quickly. We've got a couple more to come. Yeah. On Friday, we've got a returning guest we haven't talked to in about a year and a half. It's been about a year and a half. Yeah. And she's bringing back a group band. They're a band.
0: They are banned.
1: That uh, that she brought to us the first time go around. So she's a she's double dipping on the same artist.
0: She is. She actually came to me and she she, this wanted, time. It. she wanted. She wanted to do this. this. One, so and she we were going to bring it to
1: her. We didn't want a her.
0: Right, but she came to me literally like the night before I was going to message her. So.
1: So we we're looking forward to that, and then we we're going to round out the month with another artist we haven't talked about in about eighteen months. Yep and a guest that is near and dear to our hearts and hip hop. We got hip hop week coming up the end of the end of June here. Yeah, we do. Uh, makes makes me very, very happy. So lots of stuff coming up in June. As Brandon mentioned Um, this week, Friday, we have our second comedy night coming of three. We have, uh-huh. we have the 16th, the 23rd and the 30th. Yeah. Come see David Steve's headline and awesome comedy show. Every single great. week, guys, you're going to get anywhere from three to five comedians uh, plus us up there doing our thing. Yeah. Um, let us know what you think. Let us know if you're willing to come back to Wayland for more comedy because we're trying to build something here. Yeah. but We need help and we need you to come back. Absolutely. And, and hang out, hang out with us down outside right now. Bring a chair, bring a yeah. damn chair. Yeah. And other than that, guys, we are happy to hear you. Brandon, where can the kids find us on the social? Well, they haven't found us yet.
0: Absolutely, guys. You can find us on Facebook, the Notable Goats Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Notable Goats Podcast. You can also find us kind of on Twitter. We're not really there, but you can also find us there at Notable the Goats Pod. Um, Steve, but why don't we post a whole lot on Twitter? We're gun
1: shy. It's true. We don't know 100%. what we don't know what Elon's gonna do. And I also don't want to pay for blue checkmark only to get banned.
0: Yeah, it's true
1: 100%. But I uh, have more time though, I'll give it a shot.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh Steve, before we go, uh every Monday I'm just going to I I I say this, you don't know this, but every Monday I get an email from this this uh podcasting um company called Chartable Digest, Steve. And it talks about where the podcast has charted in the last week. Oh, fun. So I want to get I get this every week. Um And nothing really happens with it because we don't usually record on Mondays, but we're recording tonight. So I figured why not give a couple of shout outs.
1: It's Memorial Day, by the way, guys.
0: It is Memorial Day for sure. Uh, So, Steve, we are currently ranked in Saudi Arabia in the music commentary realm at number 215. Look at us. Absolutely. In music commentary, we are ranked in number 230 in Israel. Mm -hmm. In the music commentary we are ranked number 44 in the united arab emirates
1: hey look at that they got a lot of money over there
0: absolutely and uh in the music commentary realm in ecuador we are ranked number 53
1: really south america look at us
0: look at us so uh guys it would be fantastic for us to chart in the united states of america but uh we're in
1: the middle east right now way to go us
0: absolutely let's uh let's get
1: back into uh the the middle east united states i would (laughs) i i would not have anticipated us being ranked in the middle east in several countries right
0: exactly so that would not be something i would
1: anticipate at all
0: yeah but here we are so yeah so that that is that guys but interesting uh, the way that you guys can help us get up in the charts a little bit is by giving us a five-star rating in Apple podcast and writing us a review and sharing us with your friends, share your favorite podcast with them. Let them know, you know, what you're listening to like, Hey, check out this podcast because we would really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'll, I'll say this right now because we, and we say it from time to time, but we haven't gotten Five star ratings and reviews in a very long time. It's been a while. Now we know that you guys support us. We 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 do know that. However, see your listens, see your follows, absolutely. But it would be nice if you guys just showed us. It takes two minutes of your time to give us a five star rating, write us that review, review, and that goes so far. So, if you have two minutes of your time, we'd really appreciate you going over to Apple Podcasts, giving us a five star rating, write us a review. We would truly appreciate it um, as we really do hope to kind of grow this into the United States charts a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah. So, with that, guys, um, this has been Prince and his album, Purple Rain. And I, you can't say Purple Rain without actually singing it. So, that's just, I mean, that's kind of how it is. So, makes sense. Uh, On that note, this has been the Notes for Goats podcast. I am Brandon. And I'm Steve. And we'll see you on Friday when we talk about some brothers.
1: Yeah. Notes for Goats. Notes for Goats. Notes for Goats.